Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Instant Match Reaction. Liverpool have just lost 1-0 at home to Fulham. Um, in a game we've lost a thousand times in a, ga- in a game that I've seen many many times and it's going to be feel like the exact same conversation that me and Chris have had many many times over the last couple of months um, Chris like I think whatever the last one we did it was Sheffield United's be last week and we had one and off camera afterwards I said oh you know it's good because this show kind of gives me the opportunity to come on and give my thoughts you know you've had the sort of the long show or the watch along and then you do the play ratings and I'm, I'm getting sick of my thoughts being <laughs> just going to come on and just say the same things every week and yeah it's just it's just an it's it's another loss I, I can't get this line out of a Lawrence Arms song out of my head and the song's called Take What's In The Box Monty and it's apathy, exhaustion. It all feels the same far away. <laughs> and I am so apathetic and exhausted with this Liverpool at the moment and being and watching football like this that I've never, ever felt further away from the football club or further away from the players. I've never felt so helpless, so hopeless and so lost. And it looks to me like the players feel helpless, hopeless and lost right now. And we're watching these lads go through the worst form that some of these people have ever been in in their professional careers and they need us as fans now more than ever before and we're not able to be there and show them that support and that love for what they've achieved they've given us the best of them over the last three years and now unfortunately we're seeing the worst of them and I just want to be there to give them some type of support and instead we are in a position where we've just got to hope that when we get back in that ground that they're not done and we've got to cross our fingers that they're not done. Because right now, I don't know whether they're done or they're not done. I must admit, it's, it's crossed my mind. It, was, it crossed my mind more on Thursday night. Because I think, you know, you, you end up having all sorts of thoughts late, on a, late in the evening when, you, when you're sad. Um, but, like, for me, like, it, it feels so unfair now. It's starting to feel so unfair what's happened over the last 12 months. Because we were essentially, as fans, robbed of the league title win. And now we're slowly seeing this decline in the Liverpool side. Hopefully it's not a decline that 
rolls over into next season in the sense of we know that we've got injuries we know that there's no fans in the ground but you know as, as people will rightly point out that it, it is the same for everybody you know there, there, are, there are no fans for everybody which I take but also you know it feels very unfair at the moment that we can't as you said we can't be in the ground to show support for them we can't be in the ground to 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 watch well we we haven't been in the ground to, to watch those achievements unfold properly but we at the moment we can't go in you know the, like Maybe not. Maybe not so much today. I feel like you know, with the with the way that things have been going, there would there would have been more negativity in the ground today. But like Chelsea and Everton, two games there that I feel like imagine how how loud the ground would have been in the last ten minutes of those games to to try just trying get something out the game. Everton in particular, and I'm absolutely terrified that you know even though when I eventually go back into grounds. That I'll, you know, I will just be thankful to be there because you know we're privileged as it is to be able to go into grounds. But I'm absolutely terrified that the next time that I step into Anfield, the team's not going to be what it was. Yeah. We're going to be in the Europa League yeah. or worse, and that, that we've missed the window of opportunity of seeing this fantastic Liverpool team live in the flesh, doing what achieving what they've been able to achieve and it can go back even further i can even start moaning about the fact that you know it hands up that you know manchester city that season 1819 were amazing and they deserve to win the title because of how good they were but in manchester city don't exist that season we win back to back titles we win a double and it, it all begins to build up in my mind of just how many we've been it feels it, it feels like we've been robbed of all these things side, um, we've had a couple of super chats drips 5 euros 49 thanks very much if we don't have Champions League football we have to say goodbye to rebuilding properly we have truly hit rock bottom um, possibly yeah I think you know I think the, the, the presence of Jurgen Klopp at the club um, is a big factor and I think that you know if we do finish outside the top four this season we will still be able to attract some players purely because of Jurgen Klopp being at the helm but it's going to be impossible to, to predict the very top well, top players yeah but European then Liverpool football. never really do sign those anyway you know like, look, look the, the lads that we've signed for huge money Virgil van Dijk wasn't playing Champions League football mm. Yeah, he came to Liverpool. You know what I mean? So I get that. And I think you're right to a certain extent. I mean, you know, the Mbappe, no, probably not. But there's other players out there that we can get and go on and improve. And that's the thing. Like, I do think that Liverpool need to freshen things up. I'm not going to go so far as to say it's a whole new rebuild. But I need to know, and I, I think Klopp will need to know, when the team's back together, what this Liverpool side are and, and who they are and how good they are when they're all back together. And I think most football fans will will agree with this. You know, dying the world football fans and football players will understand that what Klopp and this Liverpool side has gone through this season is almost unheard of. So you can't tell me that like a player in another league can look at that and go, "My word, they lost everybody yeah. <laughs> throughout this. Everybody, so they they will bounce back and they will be better." And I think I think football players will understand that that with Jurgen Klopp at the helm and everybody fit and available, then that we will we will be a much better side than we're showing right now. The problem is that our squad clearly isn't good enough, and th and that's the thing. Like I want Liverpool to win doubles, like you mentioned before, leagues and U European cups and stuff like that. Our squad isn't good enough, even when everyone's fit. I think to win those doubles, to win trebles, because we don't have the strength and depth there. Man City mm. do, but they yeah. have something else that's missing right now. They may go on and win multiple trophies this year, European trophies, all that type of stuff. 
but they've got the, they've got a big enough squad that they can do that. I don't think Liverpool have got a big enough squad to win a treble, is what I'm trying no. to say. When everyone's fit and available, so we do need to freshen things up. Um, James Lim, you don't think the virus was made? You don't think the virus that was made up by the government to hinder us and makes us shit? I'm joking. But Fulham did well today at some part. He changed it, and fans are still annoyed. Can't have everything. You'll never walk alone. I K W T. Don't know what that is. Um, but um, yeah, let's. So the the change in it bit that was interesting, wasn't it? Because you know you were scrambling around to change all of those magnets on the on the board when the team news came out because I don't think many of us. Expected no that level of yeah, no, no one expected that level of changes. I mean, you know, obviously I expected Jota to come in. I think I probably would have guessed that Cater coming in, but maybe that might have been the extent of it. Maybe James Milner as well. But like, you know, I I, I thought Fabinho was going to play in the absence of Kabak. I, I wouldn't have expected Nico or Reese Williams to have played like all these changes. And like looking back now, do you think you went a bit far with it? It's easy to say after you've been beaten, but um, you bring Fabinho on with 30 minutes to go, I don't think we were too much better. You bring Mane on with 15, 20 to go, I don't think we were too much better either. So yeah, I think Klopp, Klopp, Klopp got the side wrong, clearly we lost the game, but I think he, we might have got beaten anyway, is what I'm trying to say here. You know, I don't think the result would have been any different. I still see the same problems with the side that was put out today as what we've been putting out. When we get to that final third and the team's encamped on the edge of their penalty area, we are completely devoid of ideas right now and there is no pattern of play that we we, we don't have the answers to the test and we, it doesn't look like we've done our revision which is the most worrying thing for me mm. you know it doesn't look like we've ever had an idea of how to break a side down it's like they've forgotten how to score goals it's, it's literally that simple the midfield's been bypassed in the other sense and there's no help for Nico Williams he was completely hung out to dry Ben first half wasn't he yeah um, and, and like I would have expected better from James Milner yeah. in that sense because you know he's he's playing in that position where we've seen it so many times over the last couple of years, haven't we? How Jordan Henderson helps out Trent Alexander Arnold, and that allows us to do what we do. That allows us to, tr you know, Nico Williams isn't as good defensively as Trent Alexander Arnold, and unfortunately, certainly not quite as good as going forward as Trent Alexander Arnold. But the whole way of the system, and if Jurgen Klopp isn't gonna adapt the system in any way, which it didn't seem like it did to me today then you need to be relying on whatever midfield three players you put in there. You need to be relying on them doing the dirty work and covering for the fullbacks if you, if you, if you want to yeah. do that. Now, for me, Nico Williams, as I said, is, isn't good enough to do that, but he particularly needs the, the, the support more than ever. And, and, I, and I don't know what it was about James Milner not really giving the support today. I know that Jordan Henderson would have done if he was in midfield. So I'm not quite sure what the instructions were, whether or not the instructions were to not do that anyway, or whether James Milner just wasn't following instructions properly. And you alluded to something, I think, in your play ratings where, you know, maybe it's just a case of James Milner can't do that anymore. He's, you know, he's 34 years old. He, he can't be doing that amount of running, covering for or, um, you know, covering for full-backs, getting forward and supporting the attack if you need to, doing closing down in midfield. And, uh, you know, in, in which case, I, I can't blame him, but... But if you, you can't do it, you shouldn't, do it, be in the squad. you shouldn't be in Liverpool's midfield. I think he still, I think he still can do it, mm. but whether it, whether right now he can, I, I don't know. And it's hard to put in a good performance when the team's playing crap. I mean, for me, 
Look, you understand why we play a high line. Most people watching this show will understand why we play a high line. It's to make the pitch smaller in the end, obviously, and so that you're able to press. But when the team are bypassing the midfield and you're not pressing them, at that point, I don't understand why we're playing the high line still because yeah. our midfield got nowhere near them. When they got 15 yards away from our players, they're just knocking the ball into space. And all they do, it's dead simple stuff. The centre-back comes out or a deep midfielder comes out with the ball and their winger runs inside to hold Nico to make him nice and compact on that right-hand side, and the ball goes out to someone else overlapping, be it the full-back or another midfielder or whatever. So with there's just they're just doubling up all the time. So they, And, and it, time and time again, the space is there. So why are we not just dropping the line? What, it's like we're hoping not to concede from those situations rather than defending them well or putting a play or a system in place that stops them opportunities from happening. It's literally like we're just hoping not to concede from those situations. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think you've summed it up and I think that the problem is that when you've got the plays that you've got on the pitch, to, to just continue to persist with this. And it, for me, it is stubbornness from the manager and I don't like criticising Klopp, but I don't I don't understand why you would persist with such a... It, it hurts us on Thursday against Chelsea and it hurts us today with the way... I mean, tactical times um, at 2.13, so this is 13 minutes into the game, obviously before the goal, tweets tweets a photo of the way that our line is and you've got you've got uh, Williams and, and Nico basically five yards ahead of Phillips and Robertson. I'm going to show quickly show you this photo yeah. and other people will be able to see. That was 13 minutes in. So the inexperience of the two centre-backs and the right-back, Andy Robertson can't... Andy, Andy Robertson can't conduct that entire line. I mean, it is it is really that obviously as a fullback you can see along the whole the whole of the back four of the defensive line. So that it does rely on a lot more communication from your fullbacks to be able to do that. But Andy Robertson can't be responsible for Reese Williams and Nico Williams over on that side not paying attention or you know just a complete lack of communication between. No, the but two. but what he could be, and I'm not saying this is right, is yeah. him and the left side of the centre half can both see that and, and can move yeah, forward themselves and make yeah. the line somewhere else, but. I don't think it helps us in any way, you know. For me, stubbornness is stubbornness is the right word. And listen, you got you don't get to be a manager as good as Jurgen Klopp with changing what you do each and every week. You have to be stubborn. You have to have an ego. You have to believe that your way is the right way, and it's the only way that your side is going to win trophies. So I understand the ego in football, and ego in management, and ego in sports because it's what got them. It's what drives them to get to the top of the top of the mountain. But also, I do feel like when you haven't got the players to do your system, you've got to work on something else. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So, well, okay, yeah, so then a question then. Do the very best managers recognise when they do need to change? I think so, yeah. So, for me, a really good example, one that I can think of right now without even really thinking about it, would be the 18-19 game where Quadiola came to Anfield with his Manchester City team and they got the penalty that, that Mares missed. That day... Pep Guardiola fundamentally changed the way he played because he knows that, well, up until this year, he knows that up until that point, every single time he came to Anfield, we completely washed them away. And he knew that day, he barely committed his fullbacks over the halfway line that day. He sat deep and he changed and it very, very nearly paid off. If not for a missed penalty, they very nearly took all three points. Mm. And again, that's just without thinking. So for me... I know Jurgen Klopp's one of the best managers that Liverpool's ever had and he will go down as one of the, the best and possibly most influential managers that the Premier League's ever seen. But the very, very top managers and, and, and you know, I, I can't really think of many um, exceptions, will, will recognise when they need to make tweaks. And so far at the moment, it feels blindingly obvious to everybody else but Jurgen Klopp that something needs to change. I think you're right. It, it, it does, and I think I think Jurgen thought he was going to get players back, so there's no point in putting the effort in on the training grounds because his players would be back and he'd be able to play the way, and then they'd have wasted two months of training for a new system and a, a deeper line and what that means to midfield and everything else. That hasn't come to fruition, and it doesn't look like it's going to come to fruition. So at some point, I think you need to change what you're doing. I think Liverpool needed to change it today, but not, not only the defensive side of things. Defense is one issue, yeah. Yeah. The Going attack's forward. even a bigger issue at the moment for me. I mean, we're just not scoring goals. We don't look likely to score goals. We don't know. It's like we've forgotten how to put the ball in the back of the net, Ben. Um, I'll go. I'll go through some super chats. Um, we've had a few more. Uh, uh, Ramaman Deep Singh. Um, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Sacking Klopp will be absolutely crazy. Our injuries is an excuse for not mounting a challenge for the title. Not an excuse for losing to Fulham. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I think. I, I think it's difficult with the injuries because we we don't know where we'd have been with them. Um, we I, well, I know that we'd be a lot higher in the table and we'd have won a lot more football matches. But it, like, not an excuse for losing to Fulham. I don't know if I agree with that or not because I, I'm just I've accepted that this isn't going to change until until we get those players back. We, we're not going to be able to mount consistent performances until we're a I'm able to mount a consistent side and b that consistent side is one of quality. That team today is a mid-table side at best. Like the, the three of the back four at best, uh, three of the back four. Would struggle to get a t- would struggle to get a game for any other Premier League team. Yeah. May- maybe Sheffield United and Newcastle at the moment. Nat Phillips would have a game for, um, yeah, but Nico Williams. I'm not sure we'd get. Never mind the defending champions. So it- it's difficult. Lewis Merritt. Um, Ox didn't play today. His career- Liverpool career is over. Uh, maybe a good point. I've been talking for a little while about Oxlade Chamberlain and Cater's futures this summer. I do think that Cater has a future at Liverpool. I'm not sure that Alex Oxlade Chamberlain does. Um, James Lim came back with another £10 super chat. Thanks very much, mate. Um, 
IKWT means in clock we trust ah, um, okay. Nat and Reese did well personally um, the resting may work to our advantage against uh, against Red Bull Leipzig the players have got far too big for their boots and thought they'd walk the league Klopp in um, I, I don't know if they thought they'd walk the league I think you know they 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 knew maybe in the maybe in the winter period where we were early December where we were putting together you know a few impressive wins and a, and a, and a string of impressive performances maybe they begun to think that the injuries weren't going to affect them and or, or whatever but it, it's so hard to it's so hard to um quantify you know what what a fo- professional football players think and yeah, i think yeah, i yeah. think it's difficult to get that mentality I think in fact this one from leon gary as well hi guys surely fans do not feel right on waiting last year's title when the restrictions lifted seems way too far oh, away now what do you think yeah maybe yeah on, um, it's gone it's gone it's a shame like it. that's what i was talking about at the beginning really it feels like it feels like we've been robbed of it and that hurts even more now because you know that we're not going to win it this season and like I'm trying not to sound bitter, but knowing that Manchester City are going to have some fans in on the last day to watch them win the league stings. It, it just does. Like, yeah. and, and it's great that fans are going to be able to get back in, just from a small bias perspective, obviously. Um, and then one more, a little bit lower down. Um, que- Shane Callan questioning the appointment of Chris Morgan in the summer as head of physio with all the injuries, knocks and severe lack of energy. I think, it's, uh, again, I don't, I'm not medically qualified. I don't, I don't know. Well, Chris about Morgan, the Chris Morgan left us and went to Arsenal. Was it? Did I he? think. And then he's brought. He's been brought back. Yeah. So Klopp, I think, had worked with Morgan before. Yeah. So I don't think there's any issues there. And you know. Yeah, I think we're maybe looking a little bit too deep into into these things at the moment. To be honest with you, um, it might be, it might be, but I, I don't, I certainly don't know enough about the looking after sports peak athletes to be able to comment on the work that the physios do. We don't see enough of it. Brody Bradley, FSG out. They have crippled us since we won the Champions League. It's as if we had less money before we, before we won these rich, prestigious competitions. Um, I, I don't want to comment on that. I, I, it's difficult. Yeah, this for me, place I, for like, I understand the money side of things. I mean, I'm 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 There's not a pandemic going out, on. and I, I've said this a lot of times. You know, I want Liverpool to be backed, of course, but I also understand that the world that we're living in, um, and and this pandemic and what that means for a a, a, a frugal football club which is unfortunately what Liverpool are under FSG I mean yeah it, it could be a lot worse and it could be a lot better um, be careful what you wish for I think you know we've we've had a change of ownership once that didn't go particularly well um, we were all there we all lived through it we were on the picket line fighting to get rid of those American owners the ones that promised us the world and delivered us absolutely nothing so yeah, yeah. D- difficult one um, I think it might be Si in the comments here is just put big tests for FSG this summer I do completely agree there I do think that right now whether we make the top four or not and I'm struggling to believe that we will at this point um, we have to go out and try and add some reinforcements because as you you said before just the depth of the squad when we've got a fully fit 11 i think we have the best team in the league the start the best starting 11 we definitely the had the best team in the yes. league i don't know whether we will do um well I, I think if you i think if you if you have a midfield three of fabinho tiago and henderson who are fully on song I, I i i think we do personally and then you've got the you know the addition of jota which we don't know what our best 11 looks like because we got it for about 15 minutes at everton and then it disappeared but the point is i think our best 11 is the best if not the second best i think at the very worst it's the second best in the league Agreed. but as you said before then it completely tails away below that that's and it. that's what the test is for fsg this yeah. summer to be able to go in and buy players like diogo jota who can either A, push players in the current 11 onto the bench, or B, make them 
make our options on the bench significantly improve to the point where we feel as if we've got strength. Manchester City's bench, if you just put aside the money that you've got at the moment, physically just just look, they've got they've got Sergio Aguero sitting on the bench today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that's where we're falling short. My my thing short. and why I said that Ben about I'm not sure whether we do have because I think you're right. I think at worst it's second best team yeah. in the league. I just don't know. I don't know if it's easy to get that mentality monsters thing back, whether it's just simple, do you know what I mean? Or whether there's something fundamentally gone from the side that may may never come back. And, And again, we'll only know in the fullness of time, which is why I don't know. I think we've got the potential to be the best side in the league still with that 11, but I just don't know right now whether we will be. Um, any other super chats? I don't think there is. Um, I, I, I mean, it's. It, I, we're going to do the final word tomorrow on the website. I, I'm not going to be on it. I think Paul and Chris are going to be on there just discussing in depth, you know, a little bit more of the intricacies of the game. Um, just a couple, just a couple more points. I think that's worth going over, Chris. I don't actually think that overall the back four were too bad today defensively. <laughs> no. Um, and I think you know, obviously the goal. You know, it's, it's both Salah's fault for the goal. He, you know, he's, he's he's got his back to play. He tries to turn in a silly air. Area, you know, you taught from being this big at a Sunday league level as a kid. I remember my my dad was always like, just play the way you're facing all the time. And if that involves, you know, he needs a shout. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the thing. But you know, it's not a great touch. He's trying to turn. He should just try and do something a bit more simple there for me. Um, but overall, I thought, yeah, I wouldn't say we looked solid because we gave chances up. But I think we dealt with things relatively well at times. Yeah, I think individual performances across the back line were okay. I mm-hmm. think Nico had a much better second half than he did first half. Obviously substituted later on for Trent. I think Phillips and Reese Williams did all right. Andy Robertson, I was a little disappointed, but I do think that's the sort of the change in how we're building up is not helping Andy Robertson to show us his best self going forwards. But yeah, I think I'd agree with that, mate. I think goal is is Mo Salah's fault and the finish is absolutely fantastic. Um, Super Chat just coming from Lewis Merry there Ben I agree that Cater has a future but Ox not Milner and Cater just come back from injuries and guessing ahead of him Jones tw- Jones 20 gets ahead of him right um, now yeah Ox is um, Ox, Ox is, Ox is well off the pace but Cater today you know you, I said to you before and I think you said on the player ratings you know I think I think Cater has a lot to give if he can stay fit and I think today I, I wouldn't say prove that conclusively but I saw enough of Cater today particularly in the first 20 minutes I saw enough of Cater today to think that he he really is what we're missing a little bit um, and and if, and if you can get a run of games together and obviously for just him and Jota back in first 20 minutes half an hour they I think they were a bit of a, a bit of a fresh breath of fresh air I think they were a little bit mm-hmm. of a you know a, 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 it was just nice to see I've said you know we wanted change. We wanted something different. You know, he made that many changes. It was a bit like that. But those are the two changes we were crying out for. And actually, I think for periods of the game, um, Cater has a, you know makes a silly tackle late on that kind of breaks down. That you know Fulham trying to break away. But overall, I think Cater's contribution today was was just about as good as I expected it to be, given that he's just coming back from injury. It's his first start, and you know if 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 we win that game one nil. Then we're talking about a relatively promising performance yeah. for the future. I think from Keita. Yeah, I I, I, lo- I love Naby Keita. I think he's a brilliant player. He, he plays with the freedom that our other midfielders don't. I think he's the best at sort of transitioning between midfield and attack and linking them up well. And he does that with the ball at his feet. He can do that playing a pass, and he's just got drive. And it's like 
he's direct and that's what I really like about him. Plays with his head up, always looking for a pass and stuff. Uh, I just wanted to bring a, a comment in from our Discord, Joseph Clark, who's just said, we just have to write this season off now. See it through, go again next season. Forget targets, just see it through. This team has given us a lot of joy in the last few years. We'll be back soon, I'm sure. And I, and I like that and I agree with a lot of what Joseph yeah. has said there. In fact, all of it. Seems like a good place to round up, to be honest. We'll be back tomorrow with all the post-match content on the website. Head over there for um, for the final word, etc., etc. Um, we'll be back in the week for the Champions League. Um, Paul and Chris will be back. We're 2-0 up in that game. We've got a 2-0 head start, so fingers crossed oh, we can see we that. We well need it. Um, yeah, thanks very much for watching, everybody. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for watching the Redmen TV YouTube channel. Everything we do here is funded by our wonderful subscribers to theredmentv.com. Get over there, sign up, and get amazing additional content, interviews, documentaries, mini-series, and, of course, additional pre- and post-match day content. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.